0: This is the WorkSmart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 161, Hypnotic Client Resources. Welcome to the WorkSmart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Well, hey there, and welcome back. This is Jason Lynette here, and this is the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast. Now, at this point, chances are 161 episodes into this series. Chances are you've heard of this program and interacted with it before. But just in case, for those of you that are brand new to this... The origin story behind this series is that I'm somebody who even to this day, I go to trainings, I go to conventions, and I'm there not just because, yes, I have products that I offer to the hypnotic community and my own trainings as well. But I'm really there to learn and so often actually attending a course because there's something that I'm looking to pick up from being there, whether it's one specific set of techniques or maybe some sort of, as my strategy often is, some sort of greater meta perspective that I see this person is doing an aspect of their work differently than me. And while I may not necessarily leave with the goal of doing their exact process as written, yet to look at what are some nuances that can help to adapt what I do and make it even more effective. I bring up this concept of trainings and conventions, because yes, when you would go, the content there was outstanding, hopefully. Yes, as you went there, you were interacting with people whose materials you had read or listened to or watched uh, before. Yet so often, some of the greatest learning, in my experience, came from just hanging out, talking shop, becoming friends with these people, the time at the bar, or various conventions at the swimming pool, or by the fire pit outside, whatever these moments are, it was these side conversations. So the theme of this program has been not to be that tightly rehearsed five or six minute sort of tonight's show style interview, but more so the long form conversation and not just these conversations, but also sharing real workable content. I position the work that I do at times in terms of my training as being the hypnosis business guinea pig. I won't teach you things that I have not personally done and tested myself, or at least workshopped with my students as well. So it's where inside of this week's session, there's a bit of content I've been meaning to share around client resources, different ways to think about the model of how we build resources to help our clients, how we put it all together which just as a bit of a preview here, I know there are many of you out there who would record your client session and send the entire audio home with the client. Though I want you to think about the catchphrase of nearly every infomercial that would be on TV very early in the morning As oftentimes I'm at the gym, uh, 515 in the morning, and it's at least here in the US, CNN, Fox News, CNN, Fox News, CNN, Fox News, or infomercials. So I watch the uh, TV with the infomercials on it with the sound off and the Copper Chef pans are phenomenal. You're welcome. Trust me. Buy them. So... Inside of this content this week, getting into a bit of a deep dive into some of the specific strategies that I've workshopped, which some of them I'm going to give credit where credit is due, where possible, including an amazing idea of a resource from a local hypnotist uh, who attended a workshop that I went to. And just the idea, stick around, because when you hear of Meredith's idea, oh, wow, this is phenomenal. So inside of this session, giving you some workable strategies, some technology recommendations as well, and just some shortcuts to streamline the process. And uh, I'll kick off with a bit of an anecdote first, that I had a psychologist as a client recently, and we just got off talking at one point on the theme of the value of teaching your clients various methods to reinforce the work that you've done together. And she brought up the fact that in the psychological world, one of the most trending things, and of course around the world, this is the case too, of mindfulness. However, as she described it, what's great about the technique is it's really workable and it's effective, and there's a lot of great proven data around it. However, as she put it, many of my patients won't go off and actually practice it. At which point I rattled off a bit of a listing pattern, which if you go back to the previous podcast session around uh, waking hypnosis suggestions for stop smoking, uh, modeled after the listing pattern, very common inside of NLP, modeled off of an idea from Don Motton. I rattled off that strategy of as you do this technique, notice this, as you do the techniques, notice that, as you do the technique, notice this, and you're basically giving three viable outcomes. She sits there for a moment and goes, in her language, why the hell did I not learn that many years ago? Putting it then into use and then finding that her compliance rate was much higher. So, yes, we're going to talk about how to make sure your clients are actually listening to them in such a way that they're getting the benefits of that ongoing reinforcement pattern, which recognize something here. This is where I'm going to kind of ride the fence because there are some people who I greatly respected who would say that if you're handing out an audio, you may indirectly be clarifying the statement of, hey, it didn't work here. So better luck at home, kid, which no, maybe (laughs) Uh, I'd rather not go to the extreme negative on that. It's instead to say that I want you to imagine I'm drawing a horizontal line about eye level right now in front of me in the wonderful podcast medium. I'll do my best to go visual on something that is primarily auditory in nature. That, yes, in some form, repetition may be a part of what we're doing. Yes, the goal is to create that shift in the belief structure in such a way that the old model of the world doesn't work, which is primarily my perspective as to our role as the hypnotist. This is why I employ a lot of hypnotic phenomenon from the principles of that while we're making the change, let's also break and interrupt the reality that used to be there. You were already living in a hypnotic state. Let's now suggest a better one. And that becomes more viable if I can create some sort of out-of-the-ordinary experience that verifies, oh, things are going to be different now. Though that being said, again, imagine I'm drawing a horizontal line about eye level, and that's the old pattern of thought within the mind. Now imagine I'm drawing a, another line about maybe, uh, you know, chest level, and this is this new pattern that we're now creating. And simply put, the more we run this new pattern, the more skilled you become at it. As a bit of a metaphor, which I am only indirectly quoting from a personal trainer friend of mine, so I am not an expert on exercise physiology, but as he put it, soreness from exercise is not necessarily a reflection of how good of a workout you got. Soreness is simply a reflection that you've used a set of muscles in such a way that you normally don't do. And... If you work the muscles in that format over time and consistently increase the weight and increase the frequency, this is what they call progressive overload, then your body gets used to that and you don't notice the soreness as much anymore, where quite comfortably I tell you I've been doing the same uh, strength training pattern now for eight months and I don't get sore, mostly because of the nutrition to back it up. But notice again, we're running that new pattern metaphor over. So we're about to jump into the content. In the meantime, I'd encourage you to hang out with me live and in person, which we've got a whole bunch of options coming up. And at this point now, all around the world, this is releasing in April 2018. So you can check out these uh, websites here. I'll rattle them off here. And you can check them out in the show notes over at worksmarthypnosis.com. You'll notice some trending here in terms of uh, branding. We've got WorkSmart NLP happening Tuesday, May 8th to Saturday, May 12th. Check that out, WorkSmart NLP. NLP.com. We've got Worksmart Hypnosis Live, which is a two weekend module course spread out over extended weekends. Uh, you can check out the details of that. It goes from late May into late June. That's at Worksmart Hypnosis Live.com. Then from there, hang out with me in London. Uh, check out Worksmart Hypnosis.com forward slash UK. It's a two day event, Saturday and Sunday. That's June 9th and 10th, just outside of London at the Heathrow Airport. Then from there, hang out with me and Dan Candell for the Fill Up Formula. Pack your office with paying clients. That's going to be happening prior to the National Guild of Hypnotists Convention. Check that out at fillupformula.com. Wednesday and Thursday, that's August 8th and 9th in Marlborough, Massachusetts. And then uh, hang out for a couple of weeks, then fly with me to Las Vegas, because Thursday, the 23rd of August, hypnotize with conviction. There's that phenomenon work I talked about. Stick around for Thoughts Live, htlive.net. And then after that, build your own passive income machines, hypnoticproducts.com. That's August 28th and 29th. Then from there, a special soon-to-be-released amazing course happening in September 2018 in Springfield, Virginia. Details coming soon on that one. And then, of course, the Mid-America Hypnosis Conference, as well as the UK Hypnosis Conference, jet-setting around the world. And then uh, the HPTI Winter Conference. Mark your calendars now, February 2019 in Las Vegas. Check that out, hpti.org. Enough plugs. Let's jump to the content. Here we go. This is session number 161, Hypnotic Client Resources. So here's the thing. As you think about recording the entire client session and sending your client home with it, let's talk pros and cons. So first of all, Yes, while reinforcement may be a worthwhile strategy, and again, the metaphor of exercise, the more you do it, the better you get at it. There's value in that. And I want you to understand what I'm about to talk about is not meant to put down any specific hypnotic technique that I would very comfortably say, as people say, this technique doesn't work, that induction is no good, you have to use this method. Uh, As a marketing guy myself, I am 100% convinced that is a marketing strategy to promote your own services. When uh, my strategy is that all this stuff works, you just have to use it. And instead of labeling a technique by saying that thing doesn't work, I'd rather you look at it and say, how do I make it work even better? So Let me clarify this. If you're doing the hypnotic audio program recording of the entire session, a little bit of a con first, let's assume your actual session content. When I meet with clients, it's scheduled as a 90 minute block. Typically, the hypnosis portion is about 45 minutes to an hour of that time. I am efficient in my intake process. We get to the work right away, which is intentional. Uh, my business's name is Virginia Hypnosis. So they're coming to me for hypnosis. So I get into the hypnosis in a very respectful, efficient way. So we get into that moment, though, and we're in the session. And what I want you to realize is that if you're recording the entire session, suddenly now, this is going to start to limit you in terms of the techniques that you can possibly be using. So if you're recording a session, and let's put it in a Generalized statement here that maybe you're using interactive strategies, which that could mean all sorts of different things. That could be age regression to cause. That could be timeline therapy. That could be doing a fast phobia cure or fast fear releases. I think we need to change the name to. That could be reparenting. That could be anchoring. That could be um, anything. If you're recording the session, there's segments of the content that, if the intention is for them to listen to it on repeat maybe once a day between now and the next time we meet, there's a place where some of that content, it's not that I don't want them reviewing it. It's just that it's not as effective of a strategy for reinforcement because now the interactive nature is now a recap. And again, if you're giving them a 45 to an hour long minute program, that's not right grammar. If you're giving them a program that's that long, your compliance rate is gonna drop off dramatically. So the cons, in my perspective, are that, again, it's going to limit you in terms of the techniques that you use, and it's also going to have an issue with compliance. And there's something that I do within my client sessions that I see the merit at this, where some would often have a client sign off on some sort of contract agreeing to do their part. I get the intention behind that. I feel if I do that, I'm babysitting somebody, which my session fees are at a bit of a premium, and I'm expecting people. It's where the the introduction when I do the uh, sort of nuts and bolts of a live class, the way that I handle the silence your cell phones moment comes down to, okay, so you're all adults and you all chose to be here and you paid for it. So please take it seriously. Uh, cell phones off. If you have something important going on, take it outside. Are we good? Okay, great. And it becomes a non-issue at that point. It's asking people to take ownership of themselves which because I work from the assumption, this is my one trace of law of attraction. I work from the assumption that you're coming in and you're motivated to create the change. And because I expect that and I put that on you as part of the process, I got to call it out. That's the result I often get, which may be the client style that I'm attracting, may be the way that I'm presenting the process. And in many ways, I will often call out my little bit of a segment of uh, what I call Uh, How to Hypnotize Anybody, which if you haven't yet seen that, go to worksmarthypnosis.com and just on the homepage, click the first uh, button to get more information, videos, tips and tricks, and that will trickle you a video series called How to Hypnotize Anybody. From my perspective, every hypnotic suggestion comes down to the same formula. It's an action followed by a result. It's a cause followed by an effect. As this happens, that happens. As you take a deep breath in and relax, it helps you to go even deeper. As you throw those cigarettes away, you realize you have the skills to take back control of your life. It's call and response. When I say hey, you say ho. Hey, thank you for that. So, again, looking at it from the perspective of what is it we can do within that session. Now, I'm not here to put down the person just using direct suggestion and hypnosis. In fact, There's a bit of a private behind-the-scenes project in the works right now where one of my strongly held opinions about scripts is changing as I see the work that's being presented, a way to customize specifically to the individual and keep track of what's working for you and what's not working for you. We're not ready to really talk about that, but oh wow, this is going to be amazing. Enough advanced hype. So to look at it again in terms of I'm not putting down direct suggestion and hypnosis. I have clients that that's all we did. And I'm of the opinion of, let me credit Roy Hunter for this bit of language, session one, positive trans trip. And the real feedback is if we need to dip into advanced strategies, how well is that working? I've got people who have lost substantial amounts of weight, overcome fears. And we didn't quote dip into the emotional stuff that, again, of doing the deep dive into what's the cause and getting into advanced strategies, because the simplest of methods worked. We put down the concept of a Band-Aid, but sometimes a Band-Aid does solve the issue. Sometimes it's not as deep as a cut. I say as, yes, I forget whose comedian's uh, line this was, but I did this weekend cut my finger open, opening a box of Band-Aids. How's that for irony? Which, again, putting a bandaid on it, maybe a little bit of Neosporin. And again, a few days later, it wasn't that serious of an issue, which a little bit of a side note here, there are moments where clients call for things that again, are not as serious of an issue that it doesn't really quantify and qualify spending time and money to resolve it, at which point I point to a product of mine or share some sort of resource or something of that nature. So, Basically, the intention I'm sharing here is that if you're recording the entire session, realize you might be limiting yourself in terms of your techniques, which I'm not concerned with a client unpacking the process consciously afterwards. Have I had the moment where a client says they pull out their phone? Can I record the session? Yeah, sure, if you want. Here's the reason why. And I tell them everything I just told you. Here's why I normally don't do that. And instead, here's what I've found to be effective. And what would that be? Well, let me now share it with you. So there's two go-to strategies that I would often use. The first one is going to make use of some sort of hypnotic product. Hey, there's a cool bit of branding. Join me, hypnoticproducts.com, to make use of some sort of hypnotic product that I have already created that serves a specific common need that I have discovered my clients often have. So it's where here's a stress relief, hypnotic audio program, which is basically at its core, a progressive muscle relaxation after a brief eye fixation induction, simple and direct. Then from there, it's conditioning a deep breath trigger, kind of similar to what Roy Hunter would share inside of Art of Hypnotherapy, kind of twisting and turning it in my own way. And it's this brief 15 minute audio program where I, When I give that to clients, I give them the specific set of instructions, which by all means, model this, use it, I have found it to be massively effective, that you could go online and purchase someone else's audio program similar to mine in terms of the title, and it would tell you to listen to this every single day for about 45 days. Ain't nobody got time for that. You'll like my instructions better. After you've heard it about maybe four or five times, you're going to find my audio program kind of annoying. Because at that point, it's going to be reminding you of how to do something you've already learned how to do. It's going to feel like it's micromanaging a skill you already have, which at that point, that's a good thing. That means the training wheels are breaking off and you know how to ride that technique on your own. Make sense? Make sense? Good. So it's not necessarily a listen to it every single day for the rest of your life instruction. Instead, check it out a couple of times between now and when we're here next. And again, it's going to create a technique you can use anytime, anywhere, and nobody knows you're doing something. So it's really from my perspective that I'm building that sort of get out of jail free card to reference the classic board game Monopoly. That you have this technique if you need it. I don't want to build dependency upon techniques In the work that I do, if you need that get out of jail free card, when you're playing Monopoly with your friends, you can pull out that little card and you get out of jail in that moment, which sometimes you get that card in that board game and then you don't need it. So it's where the ultimate feedback is, and I share this with clients, the ultimate feedback is you're back in front of me next week and you say that I had this moment that I knew I had that technique in case I needed it, but I really didn't even have to bother using it. So inside of most of the audios that I produce, I'm looking at building some sort of anchored response, which, yes, for those of you that have spent around uh, some time around my trainings, this is lovingly what I refer to as the Schwartz technique modeled after the classic Mel Brooks movie Spaceballs. I say that as somebody who only recently watched all of Star Wars just not a science fiction guy. Uh, Made me laugh at most of the jokes and family guy, but I can quote most of Spaceballs verbatim. Uh, And the Schwartz didn't come from the ring. Uh, I bought it from a Cracker Jack spot box. You get the idea. It's my principle that if I'm going to build a technique, I'm going to negate the need for the technique in the long term. So you can use this anchored response to get into this mental state. However, the more you use this technique, the more it builds that skill to step into this mindset. And as you have that skill, that's now just a thing you can do on your own. And again, my branding is anytime, anywhere, and nobody knows you're doing something. So again, in most cases, here's the real intention. The session so often is about releasing the problem, releasing the problem, And any audios that I'm going to share as a reinforcement mechanism, as as a strengthening tool, to really use my right language here, is about continuing the story in the direction that you're now going. That's the intention of it. So rather than remind them of the problem they once had, this is where, you know, sometimes I stand in the way of my own repeatable business in a good way. So often a stop smoking client would say, hey, can I book a six month follow up? And I'll smile at them and say, why? If you're no, not if, when you're no longer smoking, I'm going to run out of stuff to say to you about cigarettes. Let's use your time more valuably. What's something you would rather work on instead, which is again, continuing the relationship in an appropriate way, but not building the dependency that we have to keep chiseling away at the same issue you've already resolved. Stop reminding them of their problem, which is a side note. Uh, that's a very, uh, polite way as I interact with parents, as I'm working specifically with teenagers, the parents will often say, was there something we can do to help out along the way? And in a very tongue-in-cheek way, I sometimes smile when I've got the rapport to do this and say, well, would you accept on some level you might be kind of part of what's going on? Yeah. So why don't you let me take the lead for the next week or so, but then from there, I'll share with you some specific mindsets. And one of the things is often Uh, in a polite way, don't remind them of the problem they no longer have. You know, instead of saying, hey, did you have that fear of speaking at school today? Instead, how great did your presentation go? Talk about the result rather than the problem. Focus them in that direction. Uh, I learned that the hard way. I was working with a uh, young boy who was a very picky eater, and he would be doing fantastic when mother would drop him off. But when dad dropped him off, he had backslid because mom's going, you know, you can have whatever you want, have as much as you want, try a little bit of everything, it's up to you. And dad's the one going, now don't rush this. I know you're a picky eater. Take your time at this. You don't have to rush it. And kid was backsliding. Um, So again, focus on the result rather than the problem. There's self-hypnosis in one sentence. So notice that again, this is continuing the story. And the benefit here I found is it's strengthening the process and. It's up to you whether or not you charge extra for these. I specifically have designed my business in a way that the positive intent, the positive outcome of my client is the ultimate goal. And in order to facilitate that, there are some specific business strategies I've plugged into use to support that environment. So as much as I can be branded the business guy, I don't like my office being a sales environment. So it's actually why I crafted a system inside of what I do. I detail this in hypnoticbusinesssystems.com of how my clients are often prepaying their sessions in advance of showing up. It's not just for the reason that I want to guarantee they actually show up. It's so that when you're in my office, we're able to focus 100% on the work. Nothing kills the momentum of change, in my opinion, like having to go, we'll try this credit card. Okay, we'll put half on this one, put half on that one. Can I pay this chunk in cash? When you've prepaid online, we get to focus on you in my process. That's my intention. And it's where whatever products, whatever resources I have that I see are going to be beneficial. This also includes some video tutorials I share with my clients. These are things I'm just providing as part of the entire program, which again, helps to increase the value that I'm sharing. As I brand it nowadays, it's a hybrid approach where it's not just the work that you and I are doing together live. It's also the supplemental work that I'm sharing with you that you can continue to use long after we've worked together. That's how I do things these days. So that's the example of, excuse me while I enjoy some water here. That's the example of, again, breaking away from recording the session and sending them home with that, which if they really want it, I've got nothing against doing that. Yet now I can focus my live process on being more releasing the stuff that needs to be released and using the audios to strengthen anything else that needs strengthening. So that alone, you know, becomes the intention of there's no such thing as finding the time. There's only making the time block out some client session hours and focus your time on recording some programs, recording some products, which I'm actually recording this right now Uh, It's in the evening and my kids are asleep and my wife's working on a project upstairs and I'm in my basement sitting on the floor, as they like to say now, crisscross applesauce. And I've got my laptop. I've got my Blue Yeti microphone, uh, which I'll link to that exact microphone in the actual show notes, as well as the foam topper that I use. I bought so many items in terms of muffling sound, mini sound studios, And I'm in a very spacious basement that should have an echo, yet because I'm sitting about four inches away from this microphone that's sitting up on a coffee table, and I'm sitting on the floor, you know, and the sound quality is phenomenal. And this is the microphone I use for my products. This is the one I use for my webinars, for my podcasts, and it does an outstanding job. Record that for your products. You are good to go. Which again, for more on that, join me at Hypnotic Products at uh, HypnoThoughts Live this year in Las Vegas. Though I mentioned, what about another strategy? Which so far, what have we covered? We've nuanced in terms of how do you record the session if that's your goal. Which, by the way, let me give you another piece of technology. There are three microphones in this series that I like. They're made by the company Zoom. And there's the Zoom H2. The Zoom H2 has two inputs. There's the Zoom H4 that has four inputs. Now, I own the Zoom H6, and hopefully you can guess what's unique about the H6. That's right. It has six inputs. So the reason I use that one is that sometimes I have recorded my podcast while I'm on travel. I'm on travel later this week, and I'm bringing my gear with me, which is this little Zoom H6 recorder, as well as two Audio-Technica... Uh, I forget the brand, but we'll put them in the show notes 2 plug in microphones, which those are both the ones I'm going to reference in the show notes at work smart hypnosis. Uh, those are ones that work both off of a USB like the Yeti that I'm recording on right now, as well as an XLR high quality sound cable that plugs directly into this Zoom H6 recorder, which has two detachable heads. One is like a microphone. The other one's like a stereo topper. They both work equally well, except the uh, stereo, the, the microphone one, the mono one, I broke. Uh, I dropped it down a flight of stairs. So uh, don't do that. Turns out electronics don't like that. But the other topper works phenomenal, or I'm most often plugging a microphone into that. Well, what I'm about to share with you now is that, uh, which by the way, I've had students buy some of the knockoff ones that look like the Zoom models, and they don't sound as good. And we're talking a range. I think my H6 off the top of my head was a little over $300. I'm telling you right now, you don't need that one. Get the H2 or the H6. These are phenomenal handheld recorders. They record to an SD card. Here's the strategy that I've been using now for the last year and a half. And the catchphrase is to my client, I think given what we're addressing today, you're going to get two sessions for the price of one allow me to explain we'll do the entire session as we normally would do it we'll then come out of hypnosis we'll debrief for a couple of moments chat for a little bit and then we'll go back in before you leave for a brief session that's only going to be about seven or eight minutes long and in that seven or eight minutes i'm going to do the entire session again like a cliff's notes version of it which the benefit of it is is that helps to strengthen the main points which now produces a recording which i'll be honest with you or you be honest with me, if I gave you a 55-minute recording and told you to listen to it every single day, let's be fair. Would you do that? And they always respond, eh, I don't think so. Which now, by contrast, you can make time for eight minutes, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, perfect. So we'll go back into hypnosis again, and I'll record that brief session, and then I'll do it in a way that will do it here. So you already get the first strengthening process but then you'll have that to make use of on your own. Uh, just give me the rest of the business day. I'll send you the audio later on today. So what do I do? I do the entire session. I don't record that. We then emerge from hypnosis, eyes open, feeling great. Great, this is how well you've done my post-hypnotic uh, anchoring process. Then from there, uh, okay, great, let's go back in again. And my go-to methodology is so often a similar to a, a Dave Elman catalyst induction The three deep breaths, and on the third one, this is what's going to happen. Get ready here. It's going to come, which uh, if you search on YouTube, we'll link to this if it's still active on YouTube, Dave Elman Catalyst Induction. You need to modify it because Dave would do that with three puffs of a cigarette. Don't do that with your stop smoking clients. So the experience, again, of focus your eyes on a spot on the wall, look through it as if looking through it in a bit of a vague, dreamy way. Thank you, the doctor who made his patients stare at flowers and then from there uh take a deep breath in feel those eyelids wanting to close listen to this consciously now take a deep breath in again focusing on that spot as you breathe out this time feel those eyelids wanting to close do your best to keep them open ignore the hypnotic instructions here just take it from the conscious analytical perspective and now the last breath and now as you breathe it on out notice how good you feel as those eyelids close there's my induction as soon as they're closed i go into a brief uh, sort of Dave Elman style eye lock. They're so relaxed. They just won't open. Try, they just relax. Try, they just relax. Quit testing as I count from five to one, send that relaxation down across your body. I am in and out of that induction in about 90 seconds time, if even that. To the point, gets the job done, provides the relaxation response benefit. We're good to go. I recap the main points of the customized session that I've just done. And in a moment, ending with a bit of a binding suggestion, at the count of three, those eyelids will open only as your mind integrates this is your reality. One, positive suggestions. Two, more positive suggestions. Three, eyes open now, feeling refreshed. Click. I stop recording. Which when I do that, that's about a seven or eight minute recording of a program. Which that alone, you know, could be enough. Uh, That device records to an SD card. All I have to do is plug it into my computer and I could send them the raw file. I get a little fancy with it, which is that I go and pull it out. I drop it into the sound editing software that I use. They're all the same, in my opinion. Use the one that's convenient to you. Uh, You can check out Audacity, which is free. If you've got an Apple computer, you already have GarageBand. If you rewind part of my story back, to 1997, yeah, I was using a bit of software called Cool Edit Pro 2000, which eventually was bought out by the Adobe company. It became Soundbooth, it became something else, and now it's Adobe Aud- Adobe Audition. Uh, I subscribe to the entire Adobe Creative Suite. Uh, we use Adobe Premiere for our videos. Uh, I used to use Dreamweaver when my website was HTML, but that's like back to 2007. Um, I have my graphic designers, my video people doing projects and After Effects and Illustrator, two pieces of software I don't know how to use, yet it's helpful to have the program so I can open up the stuff they've done for me. So that's the software I use, but you don't need to be dropping the What's Now, I think they just raised the price, $53 a month subscription. I believe you can just outright buy Audition, but I would openly tell you, don't bother. Go with the free option or outsource it. But because this is a quick task, I'm opening up a piece of, uh, of uh, royalty-free music, doing a feature, this is getting way too technical here, a feature called a mix-paste, where it pastes the music over the audio. Uh, I do it at 4% volume, so it's low. It automatically fades in and fades out the way that I've got it programmed in. And then I save the file and I email it to the person in a relatively low resolution because it's just mono sound, eight minutes long. Uh, I think the settings I use are mono, 128 kilobytes per second, uh, 16 bits, 44. I'm using language I don't understand. This is why I outsource. But again, the file size is typically six or seven megabytes. When I send that over, I attach it to the email, and I include the Dropbox link. And I am purposefully trying to overload you right now with technology, because... There's an amazing moment, which I've got to give full credit here to a local hypnotist, a local hypnotist who I've known for many years. She does phenomenal work. Her name is Meredith McDonough, and I'm going to link to her website here in the show notes. Her website is highervibrationsva.com, as in higher vibrations highervibrationsvirginia.com, uh, and Meredith was attending a workshop uh, that I was sharing one time, and I talked through All the crazy tech stuff that I just talked about, at which point Meredith raises her hand and simply says, yeah, that's why I just use their phone and record it on their device. That way we don't have to send it to them. She said it in a much better way than I did, which that is genius. There's no post-production. And I'll tell you right now, you know, I, I have the two programs, Hypnotic Workers and Hypnotic Business Systems, which the content inside of those are fully downloadable. You're able to download the videos, the audios, the transcriptions when they exist for the ones that it's appropriate to have that for. You know, we don't do transcriptions for a lot of hypnotic business systems because they're screenshot tutorials which are not great for reading, but all of hypnotic workers is transcribed because that's all the hypnotic hypnotic change work. And I'll share with you, it's a common challenge where a person will reach out to me and say, how do I download this to my iPhone? Which is not the right language, but that tells me what I'm about to work with. And here's the deal. And I say this as I'm wearing my Apple Watch on my uh, MacBook Pro next to my Apple iPhone. And uh, mind you, by the way, my desktops are Windows. Everything talks to each other's now. nowadays. It really doesn't matter which platform you use. I've kind of figured out. That's why I use Adobe, because I can start on my PC computer, Windows, and transition to Apple, and they all talk to each other. What I'm getting at here is uh, Apple, and this is not because they're evil, vindictive companies. uh, Apple purposefully has to make it hard for you to put music and take music off your devices because, well, a huge chunk of their business is iTunes. And they have licensing agreements with the music studios That is why you still don't have a little SD card in your iPhone the way that Samsung does. Well, Samsung is not as entrenched in the music industry as Apple is. That's part of why that's that way, which whether you agree with that or not, it kind of makes sense as part of their licensing agreement. It's a pain, yes, especially as it's my oldest uh, desktop computer that doesn't want to talk to my uh, newer Apple iPhone 8. Um, And sometimes it takes several attempts to get things to sync. What am I getting at here? Uh, I've had students who I've actually uh, sent them links, tutorials. One time I actually, and I won't do this again. uh, One time I actually remote connected to someone else's computer to copy the, the content from a section of workers onto their computer and sync it in their iTunes. They're asking so many questions that I went, I've got 10 minutes, click this link. I will do it for you. Um, that's a rare moment. I've only ever done that once. And here is why I mention all of this. As Meredith was there at this local meetup event, this local workshop, and I heard this so often, this is a strategy I'm using with my clients. So as much as I mentioned all the technology, here's the way that I do it. Um, hey, you've got a iPhone, right? Yeah, I saw it. Uh, or whatever device I've now figured out how to do it on, uh, the Android platform. I've learned how to do it on a windows phone, which I think they stopped making those. So good. Go ahead and put your phone on airplane mode. That way it won't interrupt us. Go ahead and open up your voice recorder. Yeah, that's where it is. Or I show them where it is. Okay, great. I'm going to use your device this way. You can have it as soon as you leave and you don't have to wait for me to produce it, which I'm putting the benefit on them. So I do the session, I talk into their phone, we record it on their device, I then show them how to play it back, and as Ron Popeil would say, set it and forget it, the job is done. How easy is that? No post-production, no having to send people files they don't know how to open, no dealing with people not able to load content on their own devices, because it's already there. So, the goal of this solo podcast session this week was to give you a number of different strategies in terms of supplying those ongoing support mechanisms, which briefly here, I mean, at times I will teach some sort of hypnotic technique by way of a video explainer. So, some sort of collapsing anchors, maybe a technique I've used within the process. And it's where at times it's just simply taken a couple of minutes of my day to turn on the video camera, talk through a technique and whether you put it up on YouTube as free content for everybody to see. I sometimes put it behind a private link either on YouTube or I have video hosting accounts with both Vimeo as well as Wistia, and sometimes I host some of my stuff there. But really, whatever technology you are the most comfortable with, that's the one you should be using. Don't spend your day racking your brain over technology. That's a cue that you need to outsource something. Or as the common advice is, ask a teenager. Seriously. So there's benefit in providing resources for your clients. There's strength in giving your clients that ongoing support. Though as a final note, once again, do not build dependency upon your techniques and uh, strengthening strategies. The Schwartz technique, the more you use this, the better it works for you. And the better it works for you, the less you're going to need it. That's how we build raving fans rather than lifelong dependence. Hey there, Jason Lynette here once again. And as always, thank you so much for interacting with this program and do this right now. Subscribe to this podcast. That's how you get the most recent sessions downloaded directly to your devices, to your phones, to your everything out there. Listen to me on every podcasting medium out there. We're all over the place. Share this with the other hypnotists that you know. And uh, let's hang out in person. Once again, I mentioned all the upcoming trainings, whether they're here in my area at my Virginia hypnosis office, here I'm still sitting in the basement at home, uh, over at my office, whether it's at the NGH convention, the HypnoThoughts Live convention, Mid-America Hypnosis, uh, the UK Hypnosis Conference. Again, I'm going to be out in London in June. Join me there, worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash UK Or if travel isn't an option, check out hypnoticbusinesssystems.com or hypnoticworkers.com. Tons of options to make yourself a much more successful hypnotist. I look forward to hearing of your success very soon. Make it rain. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at worksmarthypnosis.com.